This is Crypto Chat with Chapo with a staggering episode number three zero. Uh, today I was uh, kind of going over some notes and deciding uh, what I was going to talk about on the show today. <clears throat> and uh, I kind of <clears throat> landed on uh, just kind of talking about the market and are we headed to the dreaded extreme goblin town and one thing that uh, made me start to kind of process this and, and put my head in this space again was uh, I, I came across a tweet uh, yesterday last night basically saying uh, the bottom is the bottom meaning there isn't in my mind this is how I interpret it there there isn't a question on whether we're going to bounce there isn't like are we going up I mean it is a complete and utter breakdown where everybody is pretty much on the same page saying that we're done for now. And we have not had that we're done for now really moment. We had that big drop back in, uh, it was in June. It, it dropped, dipped down in the 17s, I believe. And <clears throat> there were people thinking maybe that was it. Um, was it really it? Uh, I don't tend to think so, but I, I like the tweet about the bottom is basically the bottom. There is no debate. Everybody's in agreement, and I, we're not there yet. And But I do think that it is coming. And it, it when, I don't know. Um, I do follow... Uh, M- Michael Burry on Twitter. Um, if in case you don't know who Michael Burry is, you know he was he's essentially considered a legend for uh, naming basically the the 2008 stock market crash um, when d- things were just completely wiped out. Uh, banks had to be bailed out. Um, it was a complete disaster. Um, I recommend you, um, you know, if you don't know who he is, do a little research on him and, and, you know, listen to his theories and such about what he thinks is going to happen. Um, You know, I don't always agree with everything he says, you know, but I value his, especially I value his opinion on the economy. Um, You know, he tends to um, sort of, I don't know, I wouldn't say side with one uh, political party over the next, which, you know, it really doesn't matter. I just don't always agree, agree with some of his overall philosophies when it comes to things outside of economics. But, you know, I appreciate and value his opinion overall. So he he is the legend behind the big short. If you seen if you see, haven't seen the movie, you should check that out. It's pretty good. But there's also a really great documentary on uh, HBO that I thought was extremely fascinating i should have looked up the name of it i'll do that right now um doc and so uh, the one thing that stood out um for me on the hbo documentary 
was the people that really, really know finance and government. Uh, it's called Panic, the untold story of the 2008 uh, financial crisis. It's about an hour and 35 minutes long. And the one thing that stood out for me was the, the thought that, and this is mind-blowing, that ATM machines were anywhere from 28 to 48 hours to not having any zero, zero cash available for withdrawals, which is just mind-blowing. You know, if you don't believe it, that's fine. Um, I think it's pretty amazing that that was happening and that we, we, we recovered from it. So anyways, Michael Burry, is, his, he's hinting that the crash is already um, on its way. So within the last few months, uh, Burry dumped all of his stops, stocks except for one. So on uh, the 31st of August, he tweeted an S&P chart that shows an 18% drop from its December 21 peak. And making fun of the followers, he said, and yet I keep asking when crash. In other words, he is saying, it's right here. Like, what are you not seeing? And if you look at the chart, I mean... We had this huge run up and it, you know, and then it started to slowly come down. And then we've had this bounce over the last few weeks, basically. And I think that that the point he's trying to make is that uh, it's, it's, we have, we had a little recovery bounce, but don't buy into it. And we are going to drop drastically in the next several months. So, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take his word for it, and I, I am basing all of mine, this is not financial advice to anyone else, I'm basing all my thoughts in, and purchases and not purchases and selling based on this theory. And, and if I'm wrong, then I lose out on a little bit of money, and you know, that's something I could always uh, make back. Um, but if I'm right, meaning that I'm right in following him, then there's going to be boundless opportunities for me and everyone else, uh, you know, when this finally does come all the way down and you can begin to starting to, uh, pick up all the pieces. And there was a quote, I don't know if it, this quotes from him, uh, I think it is when crypto falls from trillions or meme stock falls from tens of billions, Main Street losses will approach the size of countries. And that is a very bold statement. And if true, hold on to your hats, um, people. So I will link the article in the description. And you guys can have a look at it for yourself. Um, a couple other things that I thought were interested in connect to this. Maybe, maybe or not. Uh, there's been some recent news that Ethereum whales are moving Ethereum to exchanges waiting for the merge. Now, typically, Ethereum or any currency is often sent to an exchange for often the sole purpose of selling it. Whether this is true or not of Ethereum... Uh, I don't know. I, I have a, a, a sus, 
I suspect that it is for that reason. And here's a quote from Santiment, uh, Santiment Feed. Uh, the gap between Ethereum's top 10 largest non-exchange addresses and exchange addresses is closing as we head towards the merge in three weeks, which supposedly it's ha- supposed to happen on or around the 15th of September, give, it, give or take some days. So since May 10th, these top non-exchange ETH addresses hold 11% less coins and top exchange addresses hold 78% more. So let me open up this little tweet and take a closer look at the chart in there. So I give it the, that that's the face. If you could see my face, it would be that, not the good looking face where you're like, okay, show your teeth. And that teeth is an indication that, yeah, it's about to get bad. Um, and I, I am practically completely out of the market. Now, you can stay in if you want. Um, personally, I, I, it's not going to go well, I don't think. Uh, if I'm wrong, you guys can make fun of me and call me names and all that good stuff. And if, and if, and if, if I am wrong, I'm happy for you guys. I'm happy that people make tons of money. And boy, I, I learned a lesson and I'll keep a little skin in the game. So, uh, I, I don't think that it's going to go well. So, there's another article I came across. Uh, Punnett who predicted Bitcoin's plunge to 20K lowers bet to 12K. And if you look at the trading view chart, you know that 12 to 13 to 14K region might be the next support level. So, that's a pretty big drop. And position yourself accordingly. And so this an, an, an analyst, analyst, I can talk today, called for Bitcoin's correction to 20,000 in October of 21. So it took a while to get there, but we've been there for a while now. And that 12 to 13 range that he's now recommending is that 80 to 85% correction that is normal. When I say normal, that means historically across Bitcoin drops from the bull to the bear, you're looking at about an 80 to 85% correction. So if that rings true in that, in that ballpark, that's where we're looking at, you know, that 12 to 13K uh, range. And when we get in down to that area, I'm absolutely going to be making some big bets uh, for myself. And will it play out over the next year, months? Two years, I have no clue, but you know that's the time I'm going to put in. Definitely in in Ethereum, maybe Bitcoin. Uh, I just think Ethereum for me seems like a, a, a smarter play, but I'm sure lots of people would disagree with that. So, the this all this Gareth is his name. Uh, where would go back up to the front? I apologize. Should have read that first. Uh, Gareth Soloway. He's the chief market strategist of in the money stocks he's also saying that look if you are thinking about getting the market don't necessarily do it all at try to time the bottom you know put in a little here buy some at 15k buy some at 18k and so forth so you know that's a little bit i mean i'm not quite doing that strategy because i am i have some i have some staked um stargate and Oasis protocol, so I'm just going to leave those to keep accruing the staking rewards. Uh, but everything else, I'm sort of just waiting for 
to see what's going to happen. The other news that I thought was pretty interesting the other day, yesterday, so on Robinhood, which many people trade on, I, not a lot of uh, you know crypto people that are in the market right now, I think, are trading on Robinhood, but I'm sure there are some, some degree of those people. Um, Robinhood makes it super easy for people to buy crypto. And I was pretty surprised to see that uh, Cardano um, adds support for ADA. Cardano. So I was once a believer in Cardano. I know. Please don't judge me. Uh, I was once a believer. I had some Cardano. It was uh, staked. And I was earning Cardano. And it had a nice run up. I bought it at like 28 cents. Not as early as I could have. But I bought it and wrote it up. Went all the way up, you know, into the $3 range. I wrote it back down, and then at about $2.20, I bailed. So I made a nice profit. The reason why, on a personal level, I did was I followed the developers, and I followed uh, the NFT market. And there was at one point where the, the Cardano network almost completely crashed because of NFTs. And I, I don't have the specifics on it. I would have to go back and look through uh, my threads and tweets to see when that happened exactly and who was saying that. But that was the point where I'm like, it's not ready. It, it, it's The price will return back to wherever I bought it at, and I'm, I'm out. Um, I think we saw more of that with the Vassal upgrade where Adam Dean was basically saying, we about nuked the entire network. Because we almost completely broke it. And so I was out of Cardano, and I'm, I don't think I'm going to buy in anytime soon. However, I was a little tempted when it came to Robinhood, because I do think that, not for the utility, but I do think because it's, it is going to be so easy for people to buy ADA, that that price in a bull run is probably, probably going to go up, even though say what you want, they really don't have much of a working prod product, comparatively speaking. You know, I have, I've been on different network blockchains, I've been on Phantom, I've been on Avalanche, I've been on Near, I've been on Ethereum. There are definitely working products out there. And I just don't see that in Cardano. I've been on Solana. I, it's not, to me, it's not there. And it's not going to be there anytime soon. Uh, then the other thing, uh, Charles Hodgkinson uh, had some information or something about burning ADA, ADA supply, ADA to reduce the supply, because the supply is pretty darn big. But um, there was a social media user who accused him of ignorance, saying, Charles. Charles says that burning coins is tantamount to destroying other people's property. And Charles counters by saying that there aren't any ADA reserves available to remove from circulation by sending them to an unusable wallet address. And the astonishing power of ignorance is revealed when people cannot grasp there is no magic reserve of ADA floating out there. All ADA is in the hands of owners, actual people who to burn it would require from to take it and destroy it. I do not believe that for a second. <laughs> there, if it's true, it's true in the sense that there are people that hold 
probably billions of ADA tokens. And they were in on an early round, and um, they're not going to give them up. And so in that aspect, it would probably be true, I suppose. But, I mean, the people that are in those positions, they are waiting to make more money. And they are, there is no way in the world they're just going to simply burn their tokens. So another reason for me to be like, um, no thanks on the Cardano, uh, the cap on that supply is... Uh, 45 billion uh, and this current supply is 34.3 billion and I, I, I haven't gone into the Cardano Explorer, Explorer to see who's holding all that not really interested maybe in the next bull run if you buy a little ahead of it can, since you can buy it on Robinhood yes maybe there's something there for me but overall mm, not not interested whatsoever so what's going to happen in the short term for the crypto market not 100% sure I think it's going down today Bitcoin's trading at 23.34 it's up 3% over the last 24 hours Ethereum's up 7% at 16.35 and I think it's a little short term bounce and if you're thinking about if you're thinking along the same lines I am, maybe today is a good day to maybe take a little bit of out. Not financial advice. That's my plan for the day. So as always, everybody, make sure that you get outside, smell the fresh air, be in the present moment, do yourself a favor, get on YouTube, uh, listen to little Alan Watts or Joe Dispenza, and try to focus your brain on the now and the here and now and... Everybody have an amazing day, and tomorrow I'll be back on here with a new episode. Have a great day, everybody. Be kind to everyone. Show me the love this